0: Everything is Awesome is part of Courts and Parts, a podcast network featuring pop culture, TV, movie, and geek podcasts. Check out some of our other shows like TV Ate My Brain, Let's Chat with Revelin Friends, and Podstalgic at courtsandparts.com.
1: Awesome. Welcome to this week's edition of Everything is Awesome. I am your host, Kev, and this is the show where we normally sit down and talk to awesome people about awesome things. And, well, to be honest, we're actually talking to multiple awesome people about all, multiple awesome things. Um, this is our live show from the second annual Everything is Awesome Let's F Cancer Potiversary Festival. Uh, As you heard me speak uh, on on a few uh, episodes prior uh, that this um, episode, I'm actually, I haven't listened to it. I'm not doing much editing to it except making sure that the levels are good and it it cuts in when it needs to, cuts out when it needs to. I won't even be back on the other end to end the show. Um, I was not happy with this show. Uh, I've I've talked to a few people and you'll hear me interview other guests that were part of that festival uh, in the coming weeks where they've told me that they really enjoyed it. Um the guests really enjoyed it. Big thanks uh to Chris Espérance for being on the show. He's a uh improv comedian. He teaches at FIT uh down in the, in Philadelphia. And Greg Trout, thank you for doing your stand-up bit. Um had a great conversation with him and uh, and with Chris and, and and just laughed uh and got uh smashed eggs on my head and uh, it was um, it was a I forget the day, to be honest, um, I, I got a little hammered that day. I actually haven't had a drink since, which is saying something because uh, we're at the beginning. We're actually right around the uh, the 25th month uh, anniversary of Everything is Awesome. So we're about a month past the anniversary uh, of the show. And uh, and that we, we the weekend before that is when we had the live show. Um, and I, uh, I have not had a drink since then. Um, simply because like, I, I felt like crap after that. I feel like crap on a de- daily basis. I'm trying to lose some weight and whatnot. So cutting out some stuff here and there and alcohol for now is one of the things I'm cutting out. Um, so I don- honestly don't know what you're about to listen to. Uh, I know I repeat myself a few times during my interview with Chris, so we're going to have him back on the show, uh, to do an interview proper and, and whatnot. Um, I, I don't think this is an indication of what our normal live shows are about, um, I feel like we normally do a much better, crisper job. But as I said last week, um I walked into this event very unhappy with one of the sponsors that was supposed to do a lot of um a lot of spot, uh promotion for us and they they didn't. Um and I don't think it affected anything. I think we still had a good turnout. Each show had a good turnout. Uh we had a good turnout. Um I I, just, I don't no one the no one honestly was prepared to donate much money, so um, my goal was not met for what we raised, but we raised what we could raise, covered some costs that we had to cover, and um, and and you know, gave the rest to uh, you know, the the organization that we were there for. Anyway, uh, if you are a fan of this show, uh, I assume you are because you're sitting here listening to it. Thank you for your time. You could be anywhere listening to anybody or in. In this new media world, watching anything, or listening to anything, and you chose us for this hour. So thank you so much. Um, make sure you, uh, if you want to support us even more, you can leave a five-star review on iTunes. Those Apple mathematics makes it so that more people find us in the feed and we rank higher and whatnot. And the more people that listen to us means the more cooler things that we can do, like uh, better live shows and, and, and whatnot. And festivals and uh, convention appearances and stuff like that. Uh, also word of mouth recommendations. That's another great free way to help us out reviews and word of mouth recommendations. Just put our show on while you're driving with a buddy and just, you know, listen to one of the ones that you really enjoy, get them hooked. Uh, and let them know that, you know, this is an awesome show, awesome conversation, just two guys two or a guy and a gal or just two people, just two people having a good conversation, an honest conversation. It's not your typical interview, in my opinion. Uh, and, of course, if you um, – right now we're not pushing hard on it, but, you know, keep an eye on patreon.com slash entertains Around April 1st, we're going full-on live with it where you can support us for a small pledge a month. It's like a subscription fee, a subscription service where you get – uh, guaranteed early content for for even your base subscription and beyond that just means you can tack more and more on your subscription and those fees uh, that you pay help us cover our podcasting fees, our hosting fees. Um, it helps us build up a little maintenance equipment fee so that we can replace not just any equipment that breaks in the awesome studios, but also part of you know all the shows that are part of the That's Entertainment Podcast Network. You know they're they're donating their time to us, they're donating their shows to us. They're creating good content, and they—they um, they, I want to be able to replace their equipment when it breaks. I want to be able to compensate them for their time, and once we get uh, those pot, uh, those, those hosting and podcasting fees covered, then we can, we can start doing great things like that. And, and we're building a small community here with the That's Entertainment Podcast Network. And, um, I'm really excited. We have some more shows jumping on throughout the year and whatnot. So, um, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be something that is, I think, worth your money. Um, small investment goes a long way for us and means, um, hopefully not much to you. You know you can skip your coffee for a day and and then support us for the month, and that would be greatly appreciated. We'll, we'll get more into it uh, come April first and whatnot. But until then, like I said, I'm not going to be back on the other end here. So uh, here is our live show from Tattooed Moms, live from Tattooed Moms. Love them, uh, and big thanks to Steel Empire and all the other sponsors of the show, uh, who did their part to make sure that we could have a successful uh a successful event a successful day festival with all these great shows thank you to all the shows that were part of it uh you all did an amazing job i can't wait to see what you do uh in the future with your live shows and uh without further ado here is big old drunk kev with sober mike chris esperance and greg trout from nerves with words and we'll take, we'll catch you on the other end with more shows with awesome guests right here on awesomepodcast.com and the Core 10 Parts Podcast Network. Awesome!
2: From Tattooed Mom on South Street, the hippest street in Philadelphia, it's Everything is Awesome. Tonight's guests, improviser and fit improv instructor, Chris Esperance, Philadelphia comedian, Greg Trout, and now, as heard on 95.7 FM's Ben Around Philly, Here's your host, Kevin Gallagher.
3: Awesome.
1: Awesome. Just tell people they're awesome and mean it.
2: Awesome. Awesome.
3: Awesome.
1: Did you have an awesome time? Did you drink awesome shooters and listen to awesome music and then just sit around and soak up each other's awesomeness?
2: Awesome. Awesome.
3: Awesome.
2: (laughs) That was awesome. You guys are awesome. No. You're awesome. You are awesome. Sir, you are awesome. Seriously. Awesome. 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 Take a
1: selfie. I'm going to sit down. Normally I uh, stand up for this bull crap, but uh, that's not my cards. <coughs> your, your cards aren't under the uh, the sheet? No, my cards are totally in my pocket somewhere. I got them now. They're, fall- they're falling everywhere. Don't worry, I got my sound guy taking care of it. Welcome to this week's edition of Everything Goes On Late Nights. I am your host, Kev. Woo. And this is the show where we sit down and talk to awesome people about awesome things. Uh, let's give it up for Just Grubbin', the show that went on before us. <laughs> they were fantastic. Preemptively, because I may forget, I drank a little too much, Mike. I can tell. Drank a little too much. Let's give it up for Full Belly Laughs ahead of time, because I see <laughs> B. Dark in the audience. <laughs> Uh, Before we officially uh, say hello to Michael, let's—where the hell are my sponsors? (laughs) Uh, Let's say hello to my sponsors. Let's give it up for ZenCaster. This festival, not only that, but my show is not possible without ZenCaster. Give it up for ZenCaster.com. Studio studio quality recording remotely or regardless where you're at. Make sure you go to zencaster.com, use the coupon code that entertains to save 20%. Tattooed Mom, woo! Yeah. This tattooed mom is quite easily the best spot for creative artists, whether you're a podcaster, a comedian, or a, an actual artist, anything in that creative field, Tattooed Mom supports. So check them out. Tip your waiter and waitress well. You went up for Fireball Printing. They printed all the promotional materials for this festival. And of course, Steel Empire running our sound today. SteelEmpire.com <laughs> steel They give you things like a quest for magic and steel, and Arc City, an audio drama. Arc City yeah. US is where you can check that out if you're a fan of scripted content, that's what you need to get. And of course, fuck cancer, because cancer sucks, guys. Who here likes cancer? It's all right. It's okay. Well, I mean, you're you're (laughs) clearly, if we're going to go to Vince McMahon's world, you're playing the heel right now. Absolutely. Um, It's nice to be
2: able to know that you have to say goodbye.
1: Give it up for fuck (laughs) cancer. Uh, They are a really cool organization that uses humor and wit to bring awareness, to offer support, for people affected by cancer and to early detect. They help. They have programs for that. So go to Let'sHaveCancer.org for that. Or if you want, Mike and I volunteer to smash eggs on our head. So if you want to throw any dollar amount, I don't care what that sign says, if you want to throw any, any dollar amount to Dave Steele over here, he's, he's keeping charge of that money there, we will smash eggs on our head, and one of us will get yolk in our face, and if you pick that egg, you get money. Just putting that out there. Um. Alright Mike I'm gonna sit down Normally I stand up For my monologue But fuck that You know Fuck that uh, 2017 Mike It's gone 2017 is gone But it was pretty awful Right 2017 was uh, a shit
2: fest After so, we thought 2016 was bad enough Yeah
1: yeah But you know what it's 2018 And go birds
2: That's right 2018's been going pretty well so far.
1: 2018, pretty good. There's been a lot of, like, I, I was talking to Dave about this earlier. There's been a lot of, like, uh, anti-Eagles talk. Yeah. Right? Like, who's <laughs> been here all day? Fucking New Yorker Adam Nutter's here. Are you a Pats fan or a Giants fan? Okay, fuck Adam. Well, I mean that makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, either answer. He, I was going to say fuck Adam, <laughs> fuck Tom Brady. Um, uh, but so, so let me ask you this, Adam. And you, um, it, the Eagles go to the Super Bowl against the Pats, a team that your team has beaten twice. <laughs> you, you still are you still against the Eagles in this game? Really?
2: Well, he's a division rival. Why not?
1: Division rival, but. But I feel like, unless you're in the New England area, you hate the Pats. I hate the NFC so much. I'd rather see that beautiful band when those Super Wow.
2: As someone who's like kind of like on the periphery of sports enjoyment, I understand that mentality.
1: So. Not going to lie, I, I, I cursed the Giants the last two Super Bowls they had. So. Yeah. <laughs>
3: And, and this is Adam from Nerds, Nerds with Words, so <laughs> yeah. you can find them online. <laughs>
1: yeah. Nerds with Words. And uh, show your is hate. It? Is it NerdsWithWords.com? Nerds Podcast. po- NerdsWithWordsPodcast.com. Podcast.com. Make sure you go to iTunes and, and uh, don't subscribe. Yeah, just give a lot of
2: one-stars.
3: One-star
1: reviews. <laughs> <laughs> While you're on iTunes, though, make sure you go to Everything is Awesome and leave those five-star review- reviews. Because yeah. go, motherfucking birds! Uh, let's... I forgot to introduce you officially, Mike. Let's give it up for my co-host this evening, the creator of TELUS. What up? My best friend, Michael D'Angelo. That's me. Uh, but you know what? Like I said, 2017 um, has, has been pretty bad, Mike.
2: Well, I mean, it, it had been pretty bad. We're, we're moving on, right?
1: Well, I mean, there was that one time in January of last year that something pretty big happened, right? Like, something pretty big that I would I would say in Tattooed Mom, we can safely say, we all hated, right?
2: I don't know what you're talking about. You're going to have to lead me in. I mean...
1: Hail Trump, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, You know, that guy uh, happened in 2018. Um, I'm I'm referring to that guy because I feel like
2: every time we're a tattooed mom... Well, we get the tell-all porn star story on uh, Jimmy Kimmel soon. Wait, what? Okay, explain. So, Stormy Daniels apparently had a a tryst with Donald Trump. Yeah, I read that. And uh, she's going to be on Jimmy Kimmel to do a tell-all about, you know, what happened. So... I mean, at least this year, it's going to be a little bit more interesting Trump-related well, news.
1: I mean, also, you know, Eagles winning a Super Bowl. For but that has nothing to do with please. Trump. What the hell are you talking about? Trump's in D.C. D.C. is Redskins. Fuck the Redskins. Go Birds! So we just did seven degrees of the Eagles? <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, you know, here, let me ask you this, Mike. Um... Everything that's happened with the Me Too movement, the the Times Up movement, the Harvey Weinstein of it all, Weinstein Weinstein doesn't matter, doesn't matter. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Um, everything that's happened, be, you know, because it, he kind of kicked that shit off. Do you think in 2017 that any other any other president in charge of this country would have allowed for that to happen? And by that, I don't I don't think Trump necessarily said hey let's open up these doors but if hillary won do you think that i think people would I, have
2: i think they're separate entities i think do you yeah that's I, I think interesting. it would have been i think it would have been a tipping point regardless really um, yeah because that's just that been happening i mean that's it doesn't it, all you and need is one person who gets pushed too far, and that person was going to get pushed too far regardless. And, and of I, I
1: and I want to say it was I don't know if it was Adam or or Greg from Nerds of Words or another podcast altogether today that mentioned the Me Too movement and and Rose Mcgowan Mcgowan. No, it wasn't you guys. <laughs> Fuck you, Adam. That's why you're a Giants fan. <laughs> um, somebody mentioned it today, and or maybe it was at my own home. I don't know because I'm drunk. Um, <laughs> I don't think so. I, like, I, I, I feel that, like, the silver lining to this asshole. And I can say that because if you guys go to the bar and tattoo mom, there's a big poop emoji that looks like Trump. So I feel safe saying that asshole. Uh, I, I don't know that if he was elected that there was so much hate that came from that. And if anyone here is a Trump fan, what are you doing here? Really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can you call Steve from Bridgette, please? <laughs> um, but honestly, like whether you support Trump or not, um, I, I don't know that this Me Too or Time's Up movement happens without him being
0: president. There's I think so it had
2: to, because listen, all right, 2016 was the year that all of our favorite celebrities died. Mm-hmm. 2017 was the one where they all were dead to us because of all this shit. So...
1: But but I think so much hate spewed from this.
2: Yeah, but I like I said I don't think it has anything really? to do with Trump. That's yeah, because interesting thing. because Trump didn't didn't, you know, make Harvey Weinstein touch these no, people. No, or no, no, you're like absolutely
1: that. right, but I I think that it's almost like a karma thing, you know? Like that so much hate I think came from someone being elected president. We we had Charlottesville. We Maybe had I
2: mean all you need is one brave person. That, that's all but it d- is. But but
1: but I wonder if like if if this thing that happened last year almost a year ago today if not more or less if 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 that kind of helped things rise up as that sign says over there in the corner you know
2: we can't get the video over there i'm sorry no you're absolutely (laughs) right because
1: somebody's lazy (laughs) i'm gonna drink my beer you're gonna drink anyway (laughs) anyway uh also you know uh Besides, um, you know, twenty seventeen being awful. Uh, good news, good news. Those that haven't heard, XFL's coming back. Things are on the bright side, right? What? The XFL? You're the oh one yeah 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 that's yeah. right. I did read
2: about that. It's been a
1: topic of every podcast today.
2: Sorry, I you mumble a lot when you're drunk. Fuck <laughs> you, dude. Fuck you. Uh, Do you hear that XFL so coming back? <laughs>
1: Let me just <laughs> let me just take another drink of these. No, exactly. <laughs> Did you hear that? Anyway. Uh, what do you
2: like <laughs> uh as a
1: um as a fellow I don't know if you currently watch, but we'll say X, because I assume you don't. As a fellow X WWE fan, what do you think about this XFL? I mean,
2: I think this is probably the best time to bring it in because you I wanna know. hear your excuse. Tell me why it's the best time. I mean, you, you got all the shit happening in the NFL. You know, people are, are getting, they're complaining that, you know, they're protecting the players too much. I don't agree with that. I think that we need more protection for the players. Um, but Vince McMahon, I mean, that was one of the reasons that it, it failed the last time was because it was a little too extreme. <laughs> Everyone was like, what the fuck is did, going on here? Like, we're Did not-
1: anyone here watch, like, I forgot about the XFL. Did anyone watch the clips of the XFL from the 90s? Huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, I remember watching it. It all flooded back. It all. It was literally the WWE invaded the NFL. And and the problem is,
2: I keep on getting the XFL mixed up with they had like that weird trampoline basketball league that happened like around the same time. So I get it all mixed up.
1: Well, and and uh, the XFL slam ball, yeah. The XFL, you know, they're taking their time with it to get it right this time. For those listening at home, I used air quotes.
0: Um,
1: and I know uh, Ya Fucked It mentioned it, and I know you guys touched on it as well, uh, nerves with words. Uh, and, 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 and No one has really said anything that I've seen about the fact that this is just, despite what Vinny Mac has said, a direct, a direct response to how Trump feels about the NFL, because Yes, yeah, yeah, that's very
2: true. I mean, wait, and he said that politi- like politics, like they're going to have to stand for the anthem which, and everything like that.
1: Which does that not bring politics into the XFL? Oh, sure. Absolutely. So he's literally contradicting himself, correct? Well, I, I mean, if you want to
2: talk about karma, it's going to fucking fail again. And he just sold like what half of his shares in the WWE. I don't,
1: I don't know what the percentage is, but he sold a hundred million dollars worth of shares. So
2: I mean, that's just a hundred million dollars down the toilet.
1: It's it's. And I, I don't know how, how many people in the audience today are NFL fans. We got one guy, two, <laughs> two. We got two and a half, three, three. three. three we'll say three. Uh, as the fourth guy in the uh, as the host, uh, it's. It's a bad move because, like, honestly, like, I don't know how you guys feel, but, like, I could care less whether they're kneeling or they're not kneeling. Like, mm-hmm. whether they kneel or not, it, it, it's – I respect that they have the ability to do that. No. And well, it doesn't and affect my
2: – And that's not my, why XFL is going to fail. It's because the XFL teams aren't going to have a pedigree. You know, I don't give a shit about the XFL New York team I care about. Any know.
1: Kevin Cobb fans here? <laughs> He's going to go to the XFL and succeed.
2: Well, he'll succeed in a dying format.
1: <laughs> okay, let's let's go with. Uh, we'll go. We'll start with you, Mike. How many seasons does the XFL last?
2: Oh, I don't even think it lasts a full season.
1: <laughs> You're gonna give it less than the original. They're gonna, XFL? Can, they're gonna
2: cancel it before the season's over. Wow,
1: that's that's bold. That's, uh, that's bold in the opposite direction that I think anyone would go bold with.
2: I think it's gonna. They're gonna say, yeah, yeah this was a stupid idea. They'll at, they'll have their their Super Bowl or whatever, but it'll it'll. Okay,
1: so you, so they'll go, they'll play yeah, out. They'll finish it out. Okay, but. okay, that's where I thought. Uh, as the other, you're the sports fan on Nerds with Words, right, Adam? What do you, what do you think? Does it go Does it go beyond one season? Okay, that's a that's a solid no. Anyone else? Think that's another solid no. I'm looking at you, fellow. I hope you you better fucking say you're an Eagles fan. Uh oh. He's hesitating. He's hesitating. Uh oh. <laughs> okay, we have a big opener on our guest spot today. <laughs> uh, what do you think of the XFL, Chris? I think the XFL will last I could
2: see that happening too. He's got.
1: That's that's where I was going toward. Yeah, I agree. Four more years. <laughs> Uh, anyway, let's. Um, that's enough XFL talk. Is there anything else we have to talk about, Mike? Is you're better at reading things than I am. Well, you said the
2: Last Jedi on here. I don't know how badly. Oh you yeah, want to talk yeah. Fuck. Twenty
1: seventeen, pretty controversial. The Star Wars movie. How? It's funny. How many people here like the Star Wars Last Jedi movie? Not at all. I got three people, four including me. Holy shit! I thought we'd be the majority.
2: Well, I mean. There's seven people in here, so... That's sure. <laughs> true.
1: Fuck you, Mike. But let me ask you this, because you you were one of the guys I saw on Facebook that was pretty against Star Wars, right? All
2: right. Well, I mean, not Star Wars, but the latest one.
1: Let me ask you this. If a movie makes people talk about it, does that not make it a good movie?
2: No, because people talked about The Room, too.
1: <laughs> not until... <laughs> Not
2: until whatever the fuck disaster artist. No, came no, out. they were talking about it well before then. No. That that's how why do you think it was? I didn't talk about it, up? Mike, so it doesn't count. <laughs> I forgot. It's the it's the United States of Kev.
1: <laughs> Damn right. Uh so normally at this time we play a game, right? But uh we're, we're doing a thing for F
2: Cancer where we you and I smash eggs on each other's heads. Your 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 mic is
1: off, I think, bro. Am I on? You're on. I'm on. Uh, you and I are going to smash eggs in our head. Poor head, think-
2: right? Because I feel like it's not fair for you with no hair to do it on your head. You I don't have know do how I don't
1: have hair. <laughs> I'm wearing a hat, motherfucker.
2: You've been incubating it for a long time. <laughs>
1: I, I have used uh, uh, what's Rogaine. That? Rogaine? I have used uh, uh, laser therapy,
2: and none of it has worked, has it? <laughs> and none
1: of it has worked. Um, wherever you want to smash your head, and uh, and let the, the the bits collect in a bucket. There you go. Did you bring a bucket? We got the bucket. Okay, we got the bucket. Uh, how many eggs did we sell? Do we have a tally on that? Uh. Okay, uh, you're supposed to make up a number, Mike. We we talked about this. I this thought shot. I thought we sold two. Okay, <laughs> so we're just gonna smash a total of five each on our heads, and then. Uh, l- more than likely, likely, 100% of the proceeds will go to F cancer. So we'll do that later <laughs> in the show. But let's um, let's bring out our first guest. Uh, our first guest, if I bring up my cards correctly, uh, is a improv artist here in the city of Philadelphia. He, you have seen him part of Dunk Tank, Metropolis, and Core. He is an instructor... For the uh, Philadelphia Improv Theater, please welcome to the stage, Chris Esperance!
0: (laughs) 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 Woo! him out, brother! Paint him out! Chris, welcome to the
1: show!
3: Thank you for we having me. We already did this, but whatever.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah so um, I uh, when we had uh, last minute figuring out what we were going to do for this show, be- because I'm terrible at doing this, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I thought that maybe it would be a good idea, because I really love improv. Like I wanted, Mike and I have talked about doing improv, like taking courses in it, because improv, I've talked to a lot of people who do it, and like, they all agree that like, things like podcasting and wrestling and, and comedy in general, whether you're a stand-up, Greg's not here, uh, Adam, uh, you know, th- you can kind of pull from that world, I think. And, um, I w- and and it just so happened, I was like, yeah, how fun would it be to have like, someone that teaches it here? And you happen to have so- a skill, a skill set that Mike said, this is impressive. Uh, and I was like, I agree, because I don't want to do
3: research. <laughs> so, um,
1: so, so tell me about improv.
3: How did you get in, into improv? Sure. First, I want to say thank you for having me. Sure. Uh, one team uh, we forgot is American Express, uh, one of my favorite teams that I'm on. So can, um, I, can I ask a question about that? Oh, please.
1: Because I did not include that for a reason. Uh-oh. Not because... I I I can't say that you're good or awful. I'm gonna assume good because you're the writer, producer, director. You're like you're pretty in charge of that, right?
3: Uh, we're kind of all leaders okay. on that team.
1: But let me ask you because I, from what I saw, like everything, like uh, one thing said sketch, and that's oh, why yeah. I didn't include it in your.
3: Oh, interesting. Okay.
1: I, I want to say Fitz website said it was like a sketch comedy group. Sure. Versus yeah, yeah. Improv. Okay. Um. So uh, let me ask you this first question: Is there a difference between that?
3: Yeah, so we call ourselves a variety team, but um, improv specif- specifically is something where uh, we will take uh, any you know mundane life scenario and kind of make uh, m- play that into another world, and you know create a scene of it, something that's never been seen before, something that'll never be seen again, because it's just made up off of the spot. So no- nothing scripted. We're literally just uh, like making things up on the spot and trying to make it as real as possible. So essentially trying to make it seem as if it is scripted sketch is, uh, I mean, the most easy comparison to make is, um, like SNL that's written material that people are acting out. It's, it's a comedic, uh, purpose. And there's an actual script that people are uh, performing from. So, it's two different avenues. Uh, end goal is we're still trying to make you laugh or cry. So, so AMAX
1: is a little different than Improv.
3: Uh, we do a little bit of both, so that's why we call ourselves a variety team. So oh, okay. we, we, okay. So we uh, as an example, we have a show coming up February 23rd um, at Philadelphia Improv Theater, uh, 2030 Samson Street. We'll open up the show with some variety um, aspect of it. So whether it be a stand-up, whether it be sketch, whether it be uh, a dance or anything crazy like that, and then we'll end the show with a twenty twenty-five minute uh, improv show. Yeah, uh, that, that's based off of a one-worded suggestion from the crowd. So, they're two different uh, styles or formats, but it's still, uh, you know, it's, it's still just fun times. It's it's not that serious. <laughs> so so why? And, and I
1: I've had this discussion once with a friend who's in stand-up. And it see. I don't know how true it is these days. It's kind of, it kind of seems like the skiers, snowboarders thing, where there's like a there's a uh, people. Th- those two groups hate each other, but they don't. Oh. Uh, so, so so a is that true? Is that like do 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 you guys have like uh, West Side Story style fights? And and B, uh, why improv over stand
3: up? Okay. Uh, the the first part. At least, no, there's no fighting. I mean, we're. Keep all in
1: mind, we have a stand-up later coming up. He might contradict you. Uh,
3: <laughs> great. <laughs> uh, no, I don't care. Whatever. Uh, yeah, no, there's there's no fighting. We're all. That's your question later. Think about it. <laughs> no, we're all you know. <laughs> well, theater people, and and specifically with that world or that theater, I mean, we're coming out of it just trying to make. The audience laugh. I mean, people pay you know five dollars, ten dollars to come on uh, any given night of the week to come see us perform. We're not, you know, know, we're not battling to say you know which style of comedy is you know more highbrow or whatever.
1: So when when you're part of an event that's free and it looks like this, what do you compare it to? (laughs) Something like this? Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Well, I mean, you you made (laughs) you kind of made uh, an A to C type of oh. thought process earlier when you, when, when you said uh, something to the effect of, uh, you know, Trump has to do with the uh, Redskins, has to do with the NFC East or, or what have that you. Sounds, that sounds about right. But they, yeah, so <laughs> there's, there's a lot of kind of A to C thinking in improv and um, and you said uh, the, the, the F cancer has an uh, initiative to kind of make humor and wit of, yeah. of a tough situation improv makes humor and wit of a a mundane situation you know like we take something that happens to you every day in an office scenario and we kind of like peel peel that back and see what's really going on uh under uh, you know uh, under your straight face that you need to put on at work every day
1: that almost uh so so you also teach improv
3: I've been, uh, yeah, I start up a class March 22nd again. Is this your t- first class teaching? This will be my first class teaching. I'm shadowing now. Uh, I've been doing that for a couple weeks. Um, but, yeah, Thursday, March 22nd at 7 o'clock. Holler at your boy.
1: So, so how, like, and I, from from what I saw, you you kind of um, came up in the FIT program, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah?
3: Yeah, so I've taken, you know, they have a curriculum there, a training center there where you can take one-on-one, one. And so on with an improv and sketch, no fighting, <laughs> um, and they even have stand-up uh, courses as well for our stand-up friends because it's all love. It's no biggie. Uh, yeah, so and acting, so yeah, any any type of training stand-up. But I went through the uh, improv and uh, a couple of the sketch courses as well, and those have helped me uh, big time.
1: And and what did they? approach you like how do you start teaching improv is it something that like you're like oh i want to teach this or like yeah
3: we need an art we need someone to teach us so i think going back to uh your first question just briefly how i got into improv was um kind of just randomly you know i've been watching comedy and interested in it for a while and um i was just sitting on my couch and you know i was kind of going through the same routine of going to work coming back home from work and just doing nothing. And uh, after a while, I just thought, you know, maybe I should try something new. So I signed up for an improv class, signed up for a free intro to workshop. Um, and, you know, fast forward to now, I've been doing it for a couple times. And in particularly that scene, I perform in other places like Good Good Comedy and um, some other venues as well, but particularly at Fit. I'm, I'm on a couple different teams. So um, I'm in the scene a lot. I'm seen a lot, so they like to have those types of performers also teaching so the students can see like hey this person went through the curriculum and they're also um, on this team and that team so they're a good um, example of you know what what a potential avenue can be for uh, a comedian
1: what and forgive me if you already answered this because again no i'm problem. drinking <laughs> um, <laughs> what what pointed you towards improv versus sketch or stand-up? yeah
3: yeah, I can tell you. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> if you want to answer a new question, <laughs> I, I want to hear about Stay Dead. <laughs> no, no. Uh, honestly, for me, it took me a while. Um, so I think I saw a common lineage between some of the people I looked up to. Okay. Um, so you said, you know, uh, again, you mentioned kind of this late-night show, st- uh, late show uh, uh, style. Uh, example, like Conan O'Brien and, and Jimmy Fallon, and these guys, uh, Kian Peele, Stephen Colbert, these guys have, um, a lo- uh, whether it be a, a sketch writing mm-hmm. uh, background or an improv ba- background, they have some sort of theater-esque background. I kept on seeing this, a lot of these people I looked up to, and I just, for some for some random reason, I was literally just looking up all these people I loved, and I was like, maybe that's, maybe that's what I need to do now that i'm paying attention yeah. um
1: uh, so, so is there still a difference between because to me there is like mm. just in my non-comedian brain between sketch improv and uh and stand up like is there that one he right? did ask right <laughs>
3: no, no no i think there is a difference um There, there is a difference. At the end of the day, we're we're trying to make it fun for the audience. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of it can be like, uh, you know, almost, almost. We're kind of the differences that are between them are only something an improviser or a sketch person can see. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, the the biggest difference is improv is no prepared material. Sketch. Prepared, rehearsed materials. So we're practicing for weeks and weeks to nail a performance on a Saturday night. And stand-up written material, uh, and you're just going up there by yourself and just crushing or sinking.
1: So, so stand-up and, and sketch have the clo- a much closer
3: grouping. I m- maybe, but they they kind of everything is everything. So they so they kind of all feed into each other because a lot of times, if I'm doing sketch, we can do. You know, let's improv some scenario. Let's do that for like 5, 10, 15 minutes, and see if we can write anything from that. Was oh, there anything fun from that? Or like a brainstorm session. Right, exactly. And then start writing from that, which my team American Express has done. Um, and then for standup, uh, there could be something in an improv scene, one line, um, or you know, or something crazy happening in a sketch scene that could kind of pop to you, and you, you kind of have. Uh, kind of the nucleus of something that could grow into you know uh, uh, you know a five minute bit or a set just just from that one kind of spark. How? Because um, this is a thing that I've
1: gotten in the past is like p- comedians, stand up comedians, and I guess the two in the audience can or three in the audience can can maybe enforce my thought that I'm going to say here or or deny it. I've heard that. Why would I? pay someone to learn this when I, I just have to sit around and write versus improv? It seems like improv is a, a thing that you go and learn versus stand-up comedians. I've had at least one guy tell me, he's like, why would I pay someone to teach me how to write when, when I just either, you just do it.
3: I think it depends on uh, what kind of person you are. Uh, I definitely, for stand-up in particularly, particularly, I would say find a theater near you to see if they have an open mic. Mm-hmm. you know r- definitely write something down and um just go up there and you know fail um and fail a couple times and you know kind of get used to that get comfortable with that and kind of build your material and adjust accordingly others that could be nerve-wracking it is for everybody um but for an, an education standpoint from a stand-up 101 that could kind of ease the landing a little bit because you have other people that are in your situation that are trying to write and do this crazy thing. You know, in stand up, yeah. where it could be a little easier for you, maybe. That's
1: that's my thing. It's like, I've always, like, I, the, one of the reasons I put off taking an improv course is because that fucker over there always has an excuse <gasps> to not take it. He's I scared. mean, I'd like to, I but like to pay bills. <laughs> I like to be an adult, you know? Uh, he
0: doesn't want to get
3: beat up by all the sketch people. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't want mean, to get beat up by Gary. I don't want to
2: <laughs> screw up and then feel like I've wasted everybody's time. Oh
3: uh, No, see, that's, that's funny. Uh, the, the improv stuff is, I mean, you have everybody in that room who, you don't even have to be funny. That's the thing. Like they—they. They oh, I got this down. Fuck we're going to check. Uh, nailed it. Uh, no, you, you, it's really, especially and particularly with the one-on-one stuff, they really tell you to just be as real as possible. Um, say what you would actually say in a real scenario and that's where the fun kind of comes from you know you don't you don't you're not expected to and you don't really shouldn't come out and be like hey you know you, there's really not kind of gimmicky like that you know it's kind of long form so the fun comes from the surprises that you'll see mm-hmm. of how you react and and how others will react cuz people can relate to it that's the thing mm-hmm. Uh, last thing before
1: we get into maybe doing something with improv, sure, uh, is that I, I, so you haven't taught it quite you, you officially yet, but as a student, ha- like, is there ever a point where you're like, man, this fucking this dude over here, like he doesn't know what he's doing? Like, can you can you fail at improv, like in improv?
3: You can you can fail if you. Are kind of just like that dickhead in the room. <laughs> <laughs> you you
1: don't say yes and is what you're saying. Yeah,
3: like, yeah, yeah. More particularly, like if you're the one not having fun in the room, you know, like it's you. Uh, I, I would say maybe that's that's one way to fail. But other than that, as far as just uh, you know, like putting yourself out there and kind of you know speaking your mind within the context of a scene and, and you know a class or whatever or what have you, um, it's it's just. It's just fun. I mean, nobody in that room is an expert, right? Um, I mean, you you have the teacher guiding you, but we're all kind of like on this trip, and it's like it's just just fun, crazy surprises along the way. It's it's nothing serious. It's it's just all fun. I w- I wouldn't have done it if it, if it was kind of like, you know, these serious people or these people who thought they yeah. were like. You know, king comedy or whatever. Uh, they throw the I,
2: scarf over their their neck, and they're like, "We have to do this right." <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> I, just, I simply just would is, not. Have is is there that. a
1: wrong in, in improv? Like, is can you do something wrong?
3: You know what? It, if 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 one if you do something wrong, and one person supports it and kind of just like digs in with you, it's it's like a miracle. It's like one of the most fun things that can happen. Um, so like it's, it's, it's just a lot of it is support and people having your back and listening and kind of just um, like you, you mentioned it just a moment ago, just yes anding it. So like I see what you kind of uh, hand me and I raise you this, you know and uh, so the wrong thing is not it's not really a thing. Like, again, one of the first exercises in the class is, um, you know we do some game and if you make a mistake, everybody cheers. So a lot of it is uh, kind of, you know i'll say corny but it is with the intention of building your confidence up and it's like just to teach you it's, it's not that serious it's all good all
1: right so that being said let's uh let's do what i don't know what you have prepared but like something yeah. that maybe you do in a 101 class or whatever you're shadowing right now sure. like what, whatever you feel like let's do something in the improv world <laughs> i know mike volunteers and i volunteer and then uh, if anyone else wants to balance if you need anyone else, yeah. force someone to do it because it's yes and, people. Yes and. Not no, Adam. There's a lot of. You stand up comedian piece <laughs> of shit. <No>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. No, we love stand-up too No, no, no He's a fucking Giants fan Oh, him in particular
1: Yeah, he's a Giants fan Fuck
3: him uh, (laughs) NerdsWithWordsPodcast.com If you
1: support the Eagles AwesomePodcast.com If you support the goddamn Giants Sorry, Greg But goddamn (laughs) <laughs>
0: yes, Jackets with Great, concept. Like,
1: Great uh,
3: concept. I love. In that. In fact,
1: I'm buying that URL and four to get to your podcast. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, get sure. What do you sure. want to do, do here?
3: Um, let's uh, let's run through some. We'll do some warm up exercises okay. and end with uh, what we call a scene. Uh, so we'll do we'll do like two or three warm up exercises that I kind of like. And then we'll, uh, it'll just be with you two and I'll yeah. kind of be like kind of coaching you. You ready, brother? No. <laughs> you ready <laughs> to fail? Yeah, I, I want to fail right. with you. That's good. Yeah, this, this is perfect. We're failing with each other. so. Yeah,
1: I mean, you're a teacher. You're not going to fail. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, but, um, yeah it, for, He admits it.
2: Uh, <laughs> we'll go to the website and we'll leave all kinds of terrible reviews. He was the worst teacher.
3: <laughs> Alright, so we'll do this. Uh, there's one exercise called the Costanza um, exercise and If you don't know George Casanza, wow. But uh, two, George Casanza, he has these kind of fast and furious type of reactions to the most, it can be to the most mundane things or just, you know, a crazy thing going on. But nonetheless, he has these really big reactions. So um, And that can help drive a scene forward. So what we're going to do, we're going to have you, we'll have you start. You just say, you know, the most boring thing, like... uh, (laughs) <laughs> All right, I got one for you. Okay. The chicken tenders were really spicy, and now you you give an over the top reaction. You kind of build to that, and you have to give a reason why you why you're reacting this way. So let's let's take it for, before we start. <laughs> before he's we, yeah, he's just gonna starting. jump the gun before we start. Do you, any does that make do you see what I'm saying? Like,
1: yeah, I think we'll go with what I think. I mean, I'm gonna go with Seinfeld here and say these tenders are making me thirsty.
3: Now keep going. Like explain why you why you like getting. They are
1: so spicy for no reason. It's barbecue, not buffalo. Give me water now.
2: I I feel like (laughs) I feel like you're getting a little too crazy there, George.
3: All right, let's end that. That, hey, yeah, we just did improv. Yeah, that was fucking <laughs> like crazy. Um, all right, let's 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 switch, and then we'll we'll do like two more quick ones, and then a scene. That's like warm up stuff. Okay. All right. So you say something boring, and then you fuck the fuck out. Uh, you know, like Kramer or Cassandra. So you go. Well, this
1: this podcast
3: is great. Everything is
1: awesome. Is awesome.
3: I want to and know so much right
2: now.
3: <laughs> right no. no, you you have to go out of your way to to. To yes it. Out of your
2: zone. I yeah. give you a man. I, I gave I you a like, heart. I, you know what? I, I agree with you hundred percent, Kev. I feel like we've had six hours of great, great podcasting, and we're gonna have one more great hour after this. This is one of the
3: greatest podcasts ever. Why though? Why though? Why is it great? Uh, I have no idea.
2: Scene, all right. That was beautiful. Because we have, we have Kev just telling the same story over and over and over again. Perfect. <laughs> you remember it's that? It's the rules of three, speech? Kev.
3: <laughs> I was going to bring that up if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll, do, we'll, we'll go one more, and then we'll do a scene. So this one, um, we'll just have you do three lines. So Or a couple lines. We'll see where it goes. Before you say anything, you have to say, when you say that, it makes me feel. A, B, C, you know, it makes me feel angry or sad or, or jealous or whatever. Um, so before, uh, before you respond to anything, you have to say those words. And again, it's, it's really about trying to be as real as you can be um, and trying to r- relate it to something going on, um, you know, between the two characters in the scene um, and, and using your emotions basically as another line because that, that, that a lot of times informs where the scene goes. Um, so, yeah, say say anything, and then your response is going to be when you say that, it makes me feel. It could be about anything. That uh, painting of
1: that nude man over there is interesting. When you
2: say that, it makes me feel horny. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's there you go. <laughs>
1: One okay. <laughs> and let me yeah. explain
3: why. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Perfect. Perfect. Natural. Explain why.
2: It also makes me feel a little disappointed because there's a sticker over the uh, the money
3: shot. <laughs> okay, now you...
1: What do, when you say that, I feel like I failed you as a friend. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when you say that, I feel like you don't know me because you set me up perfectly.
3: Yeah, Yo, you guys are, like, in it right now, man. Like, <laughs> dude. Are you supposed
1: to make each other laugh? This is why I have the Jimmy Fallon That's exactly show? right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What did you say?
2: I, I said you set me up perfectly.
1: When you say that, you make me want to cry tears of joy for your openness. When you say that,
0: you complete me. Wow, guys. <laughs> guys. Was that rehearsed? You guys know you're gonna say that was beautiful,
3: sweet Lord of Mercy. Oh that was that was too real. Why
1: could I cuddle each other
3: at night? Damn, no, you guys are naturals. Uh, you kept on going back and forth there. I like that. Uh, uh, oh, one thing. Yeah, this thing makes me feel horny. That was.
1: That was. This is why you will ace the class and I will yeah.
3: fail it. We, yeah. I mean. Can you
1: fail an improv class?
3: This is another thing that I'm pretty sure he said before.
1: You all right? Let's bring out our next guest. Uh, you know, I think
3: uh, yeah, we need we need to you know reestablish. Clearly, reestablish some of the questions we so, asked. So man. don't show up to improv drunk, right? Don't, yeah, be you know okay. be, be
1: sober. Be there. Be, be there. Yes, and be there. Okay, yeah. I get it. I I get it. Uh, Chris, thank you so hey. much. Thank you for having uh, me.
2: Yeah, you just sit with you where you are. Yeah, cool. you can hang out right. there.
1: Uh, oh, our next guest is. Oh, cool a Philadelphia comedian, and a co-host on Nerds with Words. Please welcome to the stage, Greg Trott. Hey,
0: everybody. Howdy. Thanks for having me at the Everything is Awesome podcast festival. It's a real honor to be here. Your um, improv sounded a lot more like couples counseling than <laughs> improv. And I have to say it's a real honor to perform for Brian Durkin. Uh, before I was Philadelphia's most beloved comedian, I uh, I worked as a as a manny. And that's an obnoxious way to say male nanny. And I took care of a couple toddlers out on the main line who were rather wealthy, and I would use their mom's car to take them to do things that you do with wealthy toddlers, like. Playdates, fencing lessons, pre-med, preschool. <laughs> and uh, one time the mom texted me and said, I need you to stop at Whole Foods. And I, you know, if you've ever taken a kid to Whole Foods, that's half your day. So, smart and good man as I was, I put the enemy of the alt-right, Dora the Explorer, on the phone, <laughs> handed it to the kids, ran in, got their giraffe milk or whatever, and came <laughs> back out, and they didn't even know I was gone. However, a local, a sweat-panted local, was standing behind the car reading the license number to a 911 operator. I chose to ignore this and just proceeded on my way and got in the car and as I was starting up she knocked on the window and said uh, you left your children unattended in your vehicle and I said these are not my kids and this isn't my car (laughs) and I took off. Now I want to touch on a couple things I mentioned, Uh, first of all Dora the Explorer and Who doesn't want to hear a 47-year-old man talk about Dora the Explorer (laughs) in a bar on a Sunday evening? Um, If she were here now, I would address her and say, Dora, make a decision and own it. I don't have to be a part of it. You don't have to look at me (laughs) or teach me Spanish. You worry about the dog and the the monkey and you worry about the dog stealing your stuff and I'll sit here and watch television. Um, Now let's talk about Whole Foods. First of all, the parking lot is kind of like an NPR version of a demolition derby. Um, (laughs) You get inside and it's kind of like a very well-educated version of Herschel's zombie pen. Um, I hope someday to attain the zen-like oblivion of your garden variety Whole Foods shopper. And, you know, I'd like to say to them while you're staring into the cosmos, talking on your wood-burning cell phone to your doula trying to get that grant for self-sustaining chewing tobacco, Please don't run over my foot in your cart made of repurposed yoga mats. Uh, as you can well imagine, I've also had problems with online dating. People look at me and say it's probably because you're not on Grindr. But um, <laughs> I was on a, I love how hard everybody laughs. Uh, I was on a site for a while. Uh, I don't want to call it out create a problem, Um, we'll just call it OK Cupid. (laughs) And um, I was messaging back and forth with this woman and uh, it's going well and she seemed to be my type, seemed to have dead look in her eyes, no soul. Uh, She had a hot name, Ingrid. (laughs) And uh, we were messaging back and forth and it was getting around the time where I was about to say let's meet up and she said, you know what, Greg, I just reread your profile and I noticed how short you are. I'm not gonna go out with you, that's gross. (laughs) And I said, that's not nice, and, uh, (laughs) but, you know, can't make anybody like you, so, you know, she she messaged me a couple days later and said, hey, Greg, it's Ingrid. Still not gonna go out with you, but listen. Um, (laughs) I have this friend who I think would be really into you, and I'm gonna show her your picture. And I said, all right, Ingrid, work your dark magic. Uh, a couple of days later, Ingrid messaged me and said, I showed my friend your picture. She's not into <laughs> So uh, any day now, I assume Ingrid's gonna message me and say, hey Greg, I just wanted to check in and uh, make sure you're having a terrible day and none of your dreams are coming true. <laughs> um, you can probably tell by listening to me that I uh, had brain surgery last year and that's an actual true thing. I had a tumor removed it wasn't cancerous, so I guess I should be ashamed to be here. But <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was tough nonetheless. Um, while I was in the hospital, they, uh, uh, I had it done in a hospital. Um, <laughs> while I was in there, they, they gave me this cocktail that was great. Um, i trying to remember what's in it in case you want to order it there. It was um, oxycontin, Tylenol with codeine, and uh, morphine, people. If you ever see this on a menu, do yourself a favor. It's really good. In fact, I've been meaning to write that Yelp review uh, for them. And it, in fact, there's a Dunkin' Donuts in Roxborough right now where you can all go and get it. <laughs> and it made me think about the people that stand under the uh, the L in front of Gerard every day doing that. And I have to say, not all heroes wear capes. Um, so I was laying in bed on a magic carpet and they had a TV where I could see it and it was uh, tuned to the official network of hospital stays, the USA network. (laughs) And because it was a day of the week that ended in Y, it was a uh, Law and Order Special Victims Unit marathon. And uh, as I may have mentioned, I was on a lot of drugs so I thought I was watching this epic, magnificent episode with 30 characters and 50 speaking roles and mayhem and madness and deceit and Finn Tutuola and Olivia was getting upset about stuff and, and it all culminated into a, uh, a decision made, I think by the Lucky Charms leprechaun and the lady from <laughs> Who's the Boss. Uh, and I'm gonna leave you with this. I mentioned that I'm short, but as you've noticed, I'm not that short. Uh, I used to have a roommate who thought it was funny to put things on the third shelf in the kitchen. Why are you laughing? <laughs> You're not laughing at the right part. <laughs> I'm questioning how much I liked you combing your beard earlier. He um, used to put stuff on the third shelf, uh, where, right out of my reach, and I hope, yeah, maybe someday they'll find his body. Thank you very much. <laughs>
1: Uh, before we get to the eggs, I have, I have one question for you, Greg. What's, why is his beard better than mine, man? I don't really care he's about combing it. It. your beards.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you complimented his beard all night. Yeah. I combed this shit today. He's bigger than you. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, so I, I don't know how many eggs we sold. Do you want to go with uh, five each?
0: Why are you talking about eggs with me sitting here? Yeah, don't you want no to talk to your guest in, a little bit. Yeah, no, I, I, I just thought I was gonna get hit with an egg. <laughs> he I'm, did his stand up. I asked his question. Cool
1: he that. didn't <laughs> say my beer was good. Thus, okay. we go to eggs. Oh, I understand. Okay. We could
2: go to eggs if you want. I don't even know where the eggs are.
1: Uh, they, uh, actually, uh, let's go with Rihanna. Can you get the eggs? Please? I don't think she
2: knows where the They're eggs over, are.
1: I'm pointing, dude. Dude, calm the fuck down. They're yes, in a him, table man. over there. Dave's probably getting them for you because he knows where they're at. God forbid I go with somebody that's not doing this shit for free. A bunch of people came in since it started who may not know why you're talking oh, about it. Oh, yeah. If I anyone wants to weird. throw some money in, uh, we are going to smash eggs on our heads. One of them is raw. The rest uh, of the 49 are... Uh, not they're hard boiled, and um, we're raising money for fuck cancer because no one should like that disease. If you do, please leave the room now. Um, if you're a Giants fan, please jump out that window over there, Adam. And uh, right, go ahead. We're gonna we're gonna smash some eggs in our head. I don't know. There's a list over there with numbers. If you want to like write your name now next to a number egg, you can win money. If not, we're just gonna donate it all to f cancer. How many should we do? Should we just do five each? Sure. You just tipped that bumper car, dude? You're lighter than me. How do you feel? I mean this is a fun ride. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have okay, Can, so Mike, how did you, Mike, Chris,
0: Greg, how did you spend your weekend? How, how did I spend this this particular weekend? weekend? Oh, it was a nonstop world. Actually, you know what this weekend. I started on Saturday. I took my first class learning transcendental meditation.
1: Chris, how would you spend your
3: weekends? Uh, performing at Fit the Comedy Theater God. and uh, watching shows and practicing. Right, let's, go with let's go back to Greg. Let's go back to Greg.
0: I also uh, ended the evening waiting tables with with the woman over there in the red hat, who did a way better job.
1: How do you do tables wrong?
0: Come to the Memphis Tap Room on a Wednesday night. <laughs> you can watch it happen from four to ten.
1: <laughs> Best friend of Michael D'Angelo, please don't say you wrote a fucking book this weekend. What did you do? Uh, no, I didn't write a book.
2: Uh, I killed Nazis from Saturday morning till right before we came to the show.
1: Sorry, MoviePass sent me a text. That was more important. Uh, all right, pick it, uh, dude. I don't. How are we gonna do this? Did anyone write their name down? Nope. Okay.
2: So we have we have all fifty
1: eggs numbered. How about we let the audience Alright, yeah. Please pick forty nine or fifty <laughs> to to start. Twenty eight. Twenty eight, motherfucker. Fucking giants fan. Okay. Find number here guess what guys? You're part of the show again. Find yeah, number twenty eight. Mike, what do you wanna
0: do you wanna go first or no? He's got 28? I, I just want to say it's a real honor to find this egg in front of Brian Durkin. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, Dude, it's not like fucking... I spent my weekend boiling fucking
1: eggs, Mike! He's really angry, right? Where's the bucket go with so it, that I don't just make go a mess? All right. Uh, someone pick another number.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, oh you <yeah>. yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
3: yeah. The fucking Giants! Fucking giant fan picked that one. Yes. Wow, that was magical. Karma, my friend.
1: That was magical. That is karma. <laughs> wow.
3: Can't be mad that one.
1: Yeah. Was that recording? Oh, yeah, that's being recorded.
3: Wow. Oh, Fuck what?
0: Oh, <laughs> <fucking laughs> That, how many
3: how many is worth are the One price of admission? Wow. One One By the way, there's a
1: New York fucking podcast <laughs> that's raising five thousand dollars for cancer. So Philly, step the fuck up. Um You can you can just have that play in the background, Dave. Um, I, <laughs> damn it. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Adam what everybody. That was
2: magical. <laughs> <Scoot over Adam. laughs>
1: This is why Craig will never be on the podcast again. If you don't watch this shit on the feed or come to Tattoo Moms like a generous fucking fuck, goddamn, you missed a goddamn good segment. Uh, Thank you to Craig Trout for being on the show. Nerds with Words at NerdsWithWordPodcast.com. You got any other thing coming up? Yes.
0: Except you turn my mic off. I turned shit off February, February 21st Adam and I are both doing stand up at the Broadway Comedy Club in Manhattan come see us oh it's, it's going to be a real honor to perform with Brian Durkin at the, the Broadway Comedy Club uh, in, we'll be in Dayton, Ohio March 21st March 15th we'll be uh, at LaTage May 5th that's in Philadelphia
3: that's my birthday uh,
0: is it New Orleans you say your birthday that's too far away
2: happy birthday it's too far away
1: that's about it buddy uh, give it up for Chris Esperance
3: that's right
1: I got it right shit uh, he is part of uh oh god Drunk Tank Metropolis Core, American Express anything else
3: yeah, we got a show coming up February 23rd at FIT, and then March 2nd, we got an hour uh, sketch show at Good Good Comedy Theater.
1: Don't worry, you're not covered in a fucking egg. Uh, give it up <laughs> for my co-host, Michael D'Angelo. Make sure you check out his book series, us Telest, at telus.com. The world is in your hands. Give it up for uh, Just Grubbin, who came on before us. Thank you! No one clapped this hard for everything is awesome. I'm just going to throw this out there. The festival is named after us. <laughs> uh, there's only one, man. There's, 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 there's only one egg. I, mean, I can do it. Fuck it. Let's do another egg. You ready?
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, I got to clean that up now. <laughs>
2: but hey, at least that one wasn't the raw one.
3: <laughs> fuck
2: what Thanks else is happening. there?
1: Fuck us Fuck Big. <laughs> Fuck Nerds with Words. Go Birds! Give it up for Full Bowling Laughs. Brian's not going to make fun of me at all. <laughs> They're coming up next. Uh, listen Thanks to the show on AwesomePodcast.com. We're part of the Quar- art podcast network. I can. That's my Chris Craig. We've been awesome!
0: Thank you for listening to the Court Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit Quartemparts.com.